You are listening to or watching She is a Goal Setter with Wendy Shields. If you are a goal setter with a desire to learn from others, you are in the right place. This lake-loving, photo-taking, success-driven, business-owning mother and grandmother would love to walk you through the wins, the losses, the ups, and the downs. We will focus on the real things that will help you meet and achieve your goals while sharing and cheering on others who are with the quest to do the same. Let's get started. Hi guys, it's Wendy Shields with She's a Goal Setter and this week I want to talk about some of the things that are hard about being an entrepreneur instead of just telling you all the, oh yay, it's great, it's wonderful, but um, I'm not telling you these things to discourage you. I'm telling you these things to hopefully help you find ways to overcome them or at least to know you're not alone. My first thing that I would like to share to you with you today is um, I myself don't use credit and um, so I have to, so I pay cash for everything that I do. And it's not because I have an abundant great amount of excess money that I don't know what to do with it. So um, a lot of times I'll have something that I want for my business and it's like, I can't do it right now. I have to wait. I have to wait. I have to wait. I have to wait. And I don't want to use credit. So it's not like I, you know, I could do that, but I'm done. I just don't want to. Um, so I think that that's been one of the hardest struggles for me is learning to sit back and wait and wait and wait. And the only suggestion I have for this that I thought was a bunch of malarkey. I'll be honest with you. I really did. Um, the idea of a vision board, I thought that's crazy. You know what I mean? But what it does for me and my, my personal opinion is it may opens my mind to see the things when they come, become available to me. And, and what I mean by that is, for example, I made a vision board with 12 items on it. I made it about six months ago. Well, three of those are happening within the next two weeks. Two or more of those I can very much see as a great possibility of happening within the next three months. And I don't know that it's because I put it on my vision board or anything like that. I think it's more like I was open to it. And those things were constantly, even in my subconscious mind, because my my vision board is actually my laptop screensaver. So I'm looking at it constantly. Even if I'm not thinking about it, I know about it. Even my grandkids will say things about it. Like, oh, my grandma wants to do this or my grandma wants to do that because they know because it's on my laptop. Anyways, for an example would be, and you know, like last year when we got stimulus checks out of the blue that we weren't expecting, um, I was able to take that money and invest it into um, equipment that I needed for my business. Um, and I don't know that if I didn't have it on my vision board, I might've thought of it. I mean, everybody thinks, oh, I would think of that. But, but honestly, a lot of times we're like, oh, I need this. I need that. Or, or I've been waiting to, I mean, I don't know how many people I heard say they went and got a new TV. Um, and that's fine if they need a new TV. I'm just saying, um, another thing that people don't want to tell you is hard about being an entrepreneur is when it's time to bring on staff and you have to hand off parts of your business to let other people help. And you feel like nobody can do it exactly like you do. You're probably right. Nobody can do it exactly like you do and you have to have some flexibility with them. But normally you're going to require that you at least get approval before anything's posted or anything's 
whatever the job is, but you know, you know you're gonna look, take a look over it first or whatever, um, for major things that is, or big things. And you really have to take some time to say, can I scale this business to be what I want it to be and still do all those little components myself? For most of us, the answer is no. And that means we do have to start looking at either hiring people or, well, or hiring um, independent contractors or help in some ma manner, even bartering something. You got to do something. Um, but the other problem with being a business owner, a small business owner, is that we don't usually get that help until like a little bit after we really needed it. So at that point, it's so hard to find the time to train these people. That's where I recommend um, doing a lot of recording, screen recording when you are doing the work yourself, um, maybe some voiceover with it real quick, and then upload that and save that somewhere so that when the time comes, you can easily hand that training off to someone else and it will probably cut your actual hands-on training time down by like a third or, or more or more. If you think being an entrepreneur is hard, you're right, it is. Don't let anybody diminish your feelings on the matter. They are genuine. Um, one of the main things I used to have trouble with was the erratical income, the $1,000 this month, the 10,000 the following, the 3,000 the month after that. So I just had to establish a three month, um, you know, bumper or whatever you want to call it. So I had a three month supply of income if I needed it. Um, basically the way I did that is the first few months I was working, um, as an independent contractor or self-employed or entrepreneur or whatever you want to call it. Um, when I was doing that, I basically lived on nothing extra until I got myself in a position where I was at least three months ahead. Um, so basically that would mean I have a $10,000 month, but I paid my bills and I might have allowed myself one small treat, but that's it. And when I say one small treat, I'm talking like a new outfit, one, and not an expensive one. <laughs> and everything else needs to go into savings until I have three months worth saved up. And then if I have a $10,000 month, then I can make some choices and do some things if I want to do something different. Um, but that really helped me. So you might want to give that a try. Just a suggestion. Um, if you have ideas or things you think are difficult about being an entrepreneur, please respond below. Thank you. Another thing that's really hard about being an entrepreneur, in my opinion, is the fact that a lot of us work from home and it's not so much doing the work from home, like the technical parts of it or need that. It is us as well as our family and friends respecting the fact that I may be in my home, but that doesn't mean I'm free and available. It doesn't mean I have the day off. It doesn't mean, you know, that if you want to drop off the kids, it's okay because I'm still working. Just like, you know, if I went to an office, those people wouldn't be asking me or thinking that they could do that. And I myself would be more rigid with myself. But because we have more freedom, a lot of people see us as having the day off or always being available. Um, that's a difficulty. And I had to really, I was able to 
teach myself quickly, but it took a little longer with my family. But because I've been um, self-employed for so, so many years, my kids were toddlers. They learned a lot quicker than like their father did per se. So that's another thing that's tough about it, but you can do it. The thing I find hardest about being an entrepreneur is the fact that there is no handbook. There's no manual and so often I don't even know what I'm missing. I mean, it's not like I know, okay, I need help with this because I can't even, I don't even know what the problem is. I'm gonna give an example of my email list at one point. I was having trouble getting it to grow. I was getting tons of clicks on my free item or whatever that I was giving away, but no follow through. And um, eventually I figured out I needed a landing page. There's nobody tell you if you don't know. It's a really hard position to be in. Um, for this, what I've found that I like to do is be in a variety of business groups, Facebook groups, um, LinkedIn groups, um, and other people talk about issues like this. And then I picked up on, oh, maybe that's my problem. And then I was able to go out, do the research and, and solve the problem. But without having any guidance, it's a really tough position to be in. Um, this is an example where now I have a lot of people come to me as a business coach and you know, somebody might say, Oh, I hate to spend the money on a business coach. And I'm like, I know, but I'm asking, is it better to spend six weeks having a product not be able to be taken to market that you want to, or is it better to pay, you know, 180 bucks or whatever, 189 or 100, whatever, a couple hundred, whatever it is to a um, business coach who can say, oh, there's your problem right there. Watch this, do this, and it, should, it will probably help you. Um, of course, those are no guarantees because we never know everything. And even a business coach, it's like, we can only give suggestions. We don't do the work for you. So if people don't follow through, then sometimes that can be an issue. But usually people that are willing to pay to get the answer questions answered are also willing to follow through. And sometimes I wonder if that's not the thing that makes them follow through. So anyways, not being able to have a guided handbook is probably the hardest thing for me about being an entrepreneur. We're done? Seriously? All that work and we're done? I guess we'll see you next week. Oh yeah, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe.